Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break English, Season 1, Episode 10. Hi everyone, and welcome to Coffee Break English. I'm Josie. And I'm Mark. And this is the final episode in this season of Coffee Break English, and we're heading to Australia. Yes, we're off to talk to Matthew about surfing in Australia. And what about the language point for this episode, Josie? Well, we're going to learn some common phrasal verbs in English. Ah, phrasal verbs. Excellent. Let's get started. Over to you, Matthew. If you like surfing, then Australia is the place for you. There are beaches all over the country where you will always find surfers hanging out. Some of the best places to surf include Prevalley Bay in Western Australia and Byron Bay in the east. Surfing started in Australia in 1915, when Duke Kahanamoku from Hawaii brought the first surfboard to the country and showed the locals how to use it to ride the waves. Every year, there are lots of surfing competitions in Australia, and professional surfers come from all over the world to take part. But it's not just professionals who enjoy surfing. More than 2.5 million Australians regularly surf as a hobby. Surfing isn't just a fun sport, it's a great way to work out, and it brings with it a positive lifestyle and a relaxed way of thinking about the world. Lots of different people in Australia surf. Students, business people, mothers, fathers and grandparents. Some people get up early, put on their swimsuit or wetsuit and surf in the morning, and others prefer to surf in the evening after work, to switch off after a busy day. However, Australians who go surfing must watch out for sharks. There are sharks living in a lot of places around the coast, and it is important that surfers know how to stay safe while they are in the water. It's best to go to protected beaches, where there is a lifeguard. Some beaches also have shark alarms, which go off if someone sees a shark in the water. Once you have some surfing experience, it's easy to enjoy the waves, but if you've never surfed before, it can be difficult to learn. It's important to keep on trying and be ready for the waves to knock you down. But don't give up and try to enjoy it. As Phil Edwards, a famous American surfer, said, the best surfer out there is the one having the most fun. Thank you, Matthew. So, Mark, have you ever tried surfing? I've not tried surfing, but I have tried windsurfing. Ah, and are you good at windsurfing? I did fall in quite a lot, I have to admit. <laughs> what about you? Have you ever tried surfing? I have tried surfing. I tried it once in Portugal and the waves were very, very big and I was 
very bad at surfing. <laughs> okay, let's go back through our text. If you like surfing, then Australia is the place for you. There are beaches all over the country where you will always find surfers hanging out. Yes. So Matthew says, you can find surfers hanging out at lots of beaches. To hang out is a phrasal verb. And a phrasal verb is a verb which is made of more than one word. So in this case, hang and out. But what does hang out mean, Mark? If someone hangs out somewhere, they spend a lot of time in that place or with those people. Exactly. So you can hang out at the beach. You can hang out with your friends, with your family. Okay. Some of the best places to surf include Preveley Bay in Western Australia and Byron Bay in the east. Surfing started in Australia in 1915 when Duke Kahanamoku from Hawaii brought the first surfboard to the country and showed locals how to use it to ride the waves. Yes, so this man from Hawaii, Duke Kahanamoku, that's quite difficult to pronounce, isn't it? I hope you're pronouncing it correctly. Yes, we, we might not be, but anyway... He brought the first surfboard. So a surfboard is the thing that you stand on when you surf. And he showed the locals how to use it to ride the waves. So this expression, ride the waves, it just means to, to surf on the waves, to, to travel on the waves. Okay. Every year, there are lots of surfing competitions in Australia. And professional surfers come from all over the world to take part. So take part is another phrasal verb. And what does take part mean, Mark? You could say to participate, to be part of something. That's right, exactly. So usually we use take part with a, a competition, like in this case. Professional surfers come to take part in surfing competitions in Australia. They come to participate. Good. But it's not just professionals who enjoy surfing. More than 2.5 million Australians regularly surf as a hobby. Surfing isn't just a fun sport. It's a great way to work out. And it brings with it a positive lifestyle and a relaxed way of thinking about the world. Yes, so work out is another example of a phrasal verb. And to work out means to do exercises or to train in order to make your body stronger. So if you go to the gym, you work out. And there's another interesting word in this sentence, lifestyle. What's a positive lifestyle, Josie? Hmm. So your lifestyle is basically the way that you live your life. So if you have a positive lifestyle, 
you do lots of good things that keep you happy in your life. Okay. Lots of different people in Australia surf. Students, business people, mothers, fathers, and grandparents. Some people get up early, put on their swimsuit or wetsuit, and surf in the morning. And others prefer to surf in the evening after work, to switch off after a busy day. Okay, we have lots to talk about in this sentence because we have three phrasal verbs. Let's start from the beginning. Some people get up early. So get up means to leave your bed after you've been sleeping in the night. So these people get up early. They put on their swimsuit or wetsuit. What does put on mean, Mark? You put on clothes onto your body. Exactly. So when you get dressed in the morning, you put on your clothes. So these surfers, they put on their swimsuit or their wetsuit. What's the difference between a swimsuit and a wetsuit, Mark? A wetsuit covers more of your body and probably keeps you warmer. That's right, yes. Um, but these surfers, they put on their swimsuit. Put on is quite an interesting phrasal verb because it's possible to separate it. When we use an object, in this case, some clothes, with the verb, we can put this object after the verb or in the middle. That's right. So we can say, put on their swimsuit or... Or put their swimsuit on. And both work. That's right. Now, there's another phrasal verb in this sentence, to switch off after a busy day. That's right. So in this case, switch off just means to, to relax after a busy day. So I could ask you, Mark, how do you switch off in the evening after a busy day? I like to sit down and put on some music and relax. That sounds lovely. And you used the verb put on, put on some music. But you weren't talking about clothes, were you? That's right. We can use put on for clothes when you're putting them onto your body. But you can also put on music or put on the television. That's right. So it just means to, to start the music or to start the television. But anyway, to switch off. We said to switch off means to relax. But there's also another meaning of switch off, actually. At the end of the day, I switch off my computer. I switch off the music. I switch off the light and I go to bed. That's right. So we also use switch off for electrical things when we stop the power. So what's the opposite of switch off, Mark, when you start the power on the lights or the computer? Well, we say to switch on. 
we switch on the power, we switch on the computer, we switch on the lights. And we can also say turn on. We can, yes. Switch on and turn on, they're the same. And switch off and turn off, they are the same. So you can see that phrasal verbs have a lot of different meanings, and that's what makes them quite complicated in English. I think to help us understand these, we need to take a break and switch off for a moment. We'll be back soon. Each episode of the Coffee Break English podcast is free and you can use our podcast to help you improve your English. But there's more. That's right. We have a full course available on our website, which will help you make faster progress and understand everything much better. For every lesson, we offer videos, bonus audio recordings, lesson notes with exercises, and vocabulary lists in lots of languages. All this is available on the Coffee Break Academy, so visit coffeebreakacademy.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about surfing and phrasal verbs. Let's continue with the text. Okay. However, Australians who go surfing must watch out for sharks. Yes, so here's another phrasal verb, watch out. Watch out just means be careful or be alert because there's something dangerous somewhere. So surfers must watch out for sharks. They must be careful. But what are sharks, Mark? Sharks are very large fish with very sharp teeth. That's right. And they can sometimes be dangerous. Okay. There are sharks living in a lot of places around the coast. And it is important that surfers know how to stay safe while they are in the water. It's best to go to protected beaches where there is a lifeguard. Yes, so a lifeguard, we can separate this word and we can see life and guard. So a lifeguard is basically someone who guards your life, who looks after you when you're in the water. Okay. Some beaches also have shark alarms, which go off 
if someone sees a shark in the water? Go off. This is another phrasal verb, of course. And go off. In this case, these shark alarms, they they ring. They make a sound. They go off. That's what go off means. I don't think I would like to hear a shark alarm if I were in the water surfing. No, that sounds a bit scary. Okay, once you have some surfing experience, it's easy to enjoy the waves. But if you've never surfed before, it can be difficult to learn. It's important to keep on trying and be ready for the waves to knock you down. It's important to keep on trying. It's important to continue trying. Keep on means continue. And be ready for the waves to knock you down. What does it mean if a wave knocks you down, Mark? Well, if you're standing on your surfboard and the wave knocks you down, you'll end up in the water. That's right. This is what happened to me when I went surfing. (laughs) Oh dear. But don't give up and try to enjoy it. As Phil Edwards, a famous American surfer, said, the best surfer out there is the one having the most fun. Here we have our last phrasal verb in the text, but don't give up. Give up means to stop doing something, to abandon something. So, for example, when I was at school, I played the violin, but I didn't like it, so I gave up. I stopped. Oh, that's a shame that you gave up playing the violin. Well, instead, I kept on playing the piano. Ah. So I continued playing the piano. Excellent. Good. Okay, let's listen again to our text and see if you can spot all of these phrasal verbs as Matthew reads them. If you like surfing, then Australia is the place for you. There are beaches all over the country where you will always find surfers hanging out. Some of the best places to surf include Prevalley Bay in Western Australia and Byron Bay in the east. Surfing started in Australia in 1915 when Duke Kahanamoku from Hawaii brought the first surfboard to the country and showed the locals how to use it to ride the waves. Every year, there are lots of surfing competitions in Australia, and professional surfers come from all over the world to take part. But it's not just professionals who enjoy surfing. More than 2.5 million Australians regularly surf as a hobby. Surfing isn't just a fun sport, it's a great way to work out and it brings with it a positive lifestyle and a relaxed way of thinking about the world. Lots of different people in Australia surf. Students, business people, mothers, fathers and grandparents. Some people get up early, put on their swimsuit or wetsuit and surf in the morning, and others prefer to surf in the evening after work, to switch off after a busy day. However, Australians who go surfing must watch out for sharks. There are sharks living in a lot of places around the coast, and it is important that surfers know how to stay safe while they are in the water. It's best to go to protected beaches where there is a lifeguard. 
Some beaches also have shark alarms, which go off if someone sees a shark in the water. Once you have some surfing experience, it's easy to enjoy the waves. But if you've never surfed before, it can be difficult to learn. It's important to keep on trying and be ready for the waves to knock you down. But don't give up and try to enjoy it. As Phil Edwards, a famous American surfer, said, the best surfer out there is the one having the most fun. Now, if you would like to get more out of your Coffee Break English experience, then you can go straight to the Coffee Break Academy, where the full version of this course is available. You can access lesson notes, vocabulary lists in multiple languages, video versions, and bonus audio materials to help you get more out of your English lessons. Visit coffeebreakacademy.com for all the information that you need. That's right, Mark. And if you'd like to practice your English, you can also do so on social media. Just search for Coffee Break English on Facebook and on Instagram, where we post regular language challenges and cultural information. Now, this is the final episode in this series, but we'll be back again soon with more Coffee Break English lessons for you. In the meantime, for all you need to know about Coffee Break English and to hear our latest news, visit coffeebreakenglish.com. Thank you everyone for listening and we're looking forward to being back with you soon. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favourite podcast app and let us know what you've enjoyed about Coffee Break English. Until the next time, thanks and goodbye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.